Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up, a BFC Live conversation with Mandish Dosan. She is the CEO of Pure Sun Farms. He just got a letter from Health Canada clarifying a labeling issue, which he petitioned Health Canada on way back in March, and he wanted to share an update. This is Mandish Dosanjh. Mandish, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jay. Good to see you again. Nice to see you again. When last we spoke, I just checked, so it's not off the top of my head, but it was mid to late March. Uh, you and the crew of Pearson Farms have sent a letter to Health Canada asking for clarity about... I'm going to try to get this right. I think it was THC levels from lab tests on flour. Am I in the right neighborhood? You're the right neighborhood. It was to make sure that the actual test result was what uh, you were required to put on the label. We wanted clarity around that rule. And uh, I understand from Twitter, where I learn all the important things, that, that Health Canada has responded with clarity. Tell us, tell us what you were asking and then the clarity that Health Canada provided. Absolutely, Jay. The, what we asked was that we're required under Health Canada rules to perform a test on every batch of cannabis that we grow called a certificate of analysis or COA for short. And we had been interpreting the rules and regulations that said, every time you conduct that test, that COA, that is the percentage of THC CBD that you must label on the bag because you have to put every batch ID and every test result on the bag. And what had come to light to us uh, at the end of last year, actually, it spans into the end of last year and then into the starting of this year was that we were seeing uh, in some cases that producers were not doing that. It appeared that they were using an average or using a static number, not a dynamic number. Right. And so we asked Health Canada to clarify our interpretation of the rules. And if we were incorrect, we'd like clarity around that. And if we were correct, we were trying to understand, hey, why is this occurring over here? And, 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 and it came back and, and you, your interpretation, I'm not going to say you won, you won, but your interpretation was correct. Um, which I think, I don't know if you thought that was going to be the case, but that, that appears to correct. Tell me what that means. Like for a consumer, like for first and foremost, what is a consumer? Is it more aligned with like what you see on the labels, what you get in the jar? Yeah. And, and just to backtrack slightly, you know, our interpretation was correct. It is how the majority, the large significant majority of the industry has interpreted it. And again, and it's nice to know that we weren't um, offside there because we thought the rules were pretty, pretty black and white on this matter. But right. like all things, you can always find gray and you could always set up smoke screens or find loopholes. And unfortunately, a few producers decided to, you know, lean into the smoke screening and the gray area and the loopholes versus just doing the right thing. And I think that's what this is about. So to answer your question, what does it mean? It means that consumers can continue to have confidence that organizations like Pure Sun Farms and the other licensed producers who have been doing the right thing will continue to do the right thing and that bad actors will get called out, whether by Pure Sun Farms or by Health Canada or whoever. And I, you know, this is all about transparency and a commitment to the consumers that we're in it for them. And we need to continue to legitimize the legal business of cannabis, the regulated market. And we don't want consumers wondering if they should trust us. That's the exact opposite. We want, it's, it's table stakes to do the right thing. And we're just happy that this, you know, came to a full conclusion at least. Uh, and consumers can continue to stand behind us and the rest of the actors in the, 
uh, industry that do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, I want to, uh, it doesn't need clarification from my perspective, but I want to clarify that it's not as if you were looking at the market be like, holy shit, we're getting skunked. And like, we need this clarification so we can do better. Like I just checked headset, our partners at headset and the top selling flower in Alberta, BC and Ontario is pure sun farms, like the number one skew. Like, so this wasn't you guys saying, holy shit, we're getting skunked. Like we need to like do something here. This is actually a position of like, we just want to, we want clarity so we know and can serve our customers even better. And I mean, I guess I want to switch. Like, how, how do you respond when you're looking at the data, irrespective of what Health Canada is saying? Like, how do you internalize the data that we're all seeing that Pure Sun Farms is just resonating with consumers? Yeah, I appreciate that that call out. I mean, 11 straight quarters of profitability. We've been one, two, three in flower since the starting number one in Ontario or two in brand and flower sales kind of in that upper echelon. And you're right, in the last uh, quarter we had, we announced that we've been the number one flower um, skew in product. Pink Kush is the number one skew in Canada. So this was never about our profitability. We've always been profitable. We've always managed to do the right thing and build the organization and the brand and the product in the right way. So this really was, and I appreciate you calling it out, about the right thing for the consumer. Because I think some people got mixed up or said, oh, this is about LPs just fighting over profitability. We've always been profitable. So this really is about transparency. And it kind of, you know, burned me a little bit, you know, I'm gonna be honest, deep down to say, you know, this was about some larger LPs who are deep pocketed and got multiple lawyers on staff willing to pick a fight with Health Canada over a loophole. And man, it just, it's such a, the wrong thing to do. And we really called for action across the LPs and the producers and the retailers. I wish there was more of an outcry, but that's okay. We stood out there and we kept our heads down and kept working on this issue. And I'm glad Health Canada at least clarified it, but we would have appreciated more support on it. I wish some of the boards who had the, the cannabis boards, they had the certificate analysis because they require it on, some, on every batch you send in. They saw the labels and they were really looking to Health Canada to make, um, make a ruling. So to get back to your question, you know, how do I take it all what consumers say is just look, we continue to try and do the right thing. We continue to try and be an organization that people can trust and a brand that people can trust with the, the quality of the product, the transparency, and look what it's doing. It's that philosophy, that humble, an empathetic approach, I think, is part of the reasons why we're continuing to lead the industry, not just in sales, but in profitability. <laughs> the irony is that even though that you were seeking clarity on this specific issue and you were doing the right thing and wanted to get clarity, it wasn't as if by doing the wrong thing, now that we know, like was creating some profitable companies. Like it wasn't that actually either. It wasn't as if this sort of loophole that people were taking advantage of was was some magic ticket to profitability because certainly that wasn't the case. But I do think it's this idea of like, authenticity of the brand, you know, being a good operator is obviously important, but also, you know, we're relatively new in this sector, right? Like the clarity is really important. So everybody's playing from the same rule book, but more than that, like, you know, the COA should match what's on the label. I, that seems like normal behavior for it, right? It's, it's, that's probably it seems, the same in every sector. Yeah. It seems pretty straightforward, right? When you, you walk in, you buy a product in a store and it says something on the label, you expect there's some integrity behind that and it's become table stakes and everything we buy when we go into a store, whether that's a beverage alcohol store or a grocery store or a wellness store. And you would think it's counterintuitive and, and it's unfortunate 
with, again, there's organizations that choose to, you know, look for loopholes as opposed to legitimacy that, you know, look to skirt rules and smoke screens versus just being honest and doing the right thing. And I hope consumers start to understand more of this story through, through great conversations like people like yourself so that they can understand how they want to choose uh, a brand or a producer. They're going to vote with their wallet. And we've always known from the beginning that uh, if you continue to do the right thing, you'll be rewarded. Karma will come back around. And um, we just appreciate the diligence. I appreciate the diligence of the team. The, our comms team, our GR team, our legal team, just to stay at this and we'll see where it goes from here. But uh, excited the Health Canada ruled, wished they had been a bit more clear about the, they gave the what and the so what, right? What, what the issue was, how they uh, responded to it, but not a lot of the now what, you know, they talk about enforcement of compliance and what, if you don't comply, what it may mean. But, you know, I think these products are still in the market. So I'm interested to see how retailers respond. I'm interested to see how cannabis boards respond because now it's clear. We went out and we said, hey, this is an issue. And in one case, an LP did go out in, in one of their analyst reports and said, yeah, we're using an average. And when I put that in front of people, they said, yeah, I get it, Mandish, they're using an average, but Health Canada hasn't cared. The rules are murky. Well, not today, right? As of yesterday, the rules are very clear. The COA says it, it's got to be on the label. So now I'm calling an action out to retailers, to boards who have the COA or know that what's on that label is not clear. They should do the right thing for consumers right now. So let's see who, who puts their hand up and says, yeah, we want to be transparent. We want to support consumer rights. Uh, let's see what happens now, Jay. I'm excited. You know, I'm not going to stop banging the drum. I'm not going to stop standing down for what's right for the consumers because this is about our industry. This is about the industry and doing the right thing. I, I'm uh, quite taken. I mean, it's, it's interesting to follow the issue, of course, and, and to gain clarity every time you gain clarity from a, from a health Canada or a governing you know, agency in each province. Of course, that's important. But also to see the passion of people driving it forward is, is obviously interesting, too. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we have an event coming up next week uh, called Canadian Cannabis, What's Next? So I want to ask you a question. You could take the question however you want, whether it's about Pure Sun Farms or the industry overall. But like to your perspective, when I ask you Canadian Cannabis, What's Next? What, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I always think it's still early days and everybody talks about what's next. Like all of a sudden we're at this level of sophistication. One of the things I may have said to you before was about crawl, walk, run. I still believe we're in the crawl, the walking phase. So when you say to me, what's next? I kind of say a lot of the same, Jay, a lot of the building of the industry, a lot of the stigma, stigmatization has to go away. The stigmas need to go away. The normalization of cannabis, the rolling out of stores. I think that's really it. And look, you asked me before months ago, what's our secret sauce? And when I told you, you're like, well, it seems so simple. I'm not going to give you a complex answer. It's just, it's the, more of the same. And I think everybody's looking for the shiny penny or the next rocket ship. And for us, it's just about more stores, right? Getting rid of retail deserts and pockets of British Columbia, as well as Ontario. It's about continuing to innovate around flower. Uh, it's continuing to, to get normalization done. And you're probably going to say, well, that's already been happening. And that's why I say to you, to me, it's, it's a lot of the same if you're talking about Canadian cannabis. So sorry, I didn't give you the sexy answer, but we're just, you know, we're a straightforward organization. <laughs> well, in this conversation, the sexy answers came first. Mandisha, <laughs> I want to thank you for the work you're doing uh, and for your advocacy on behalf of consumers and for gaining clarity from Health Canada when 
um, when that's always the benefit to everybody. So thank you for your time. Uh, continue the good work at Pearson Farms, and we look forward to connecting with you down the road. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate the time. Happy to join you anytime. Great. Mandish Dosanjh of Pure Sun Farms. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque Mains. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.